0: The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. Final score Saturday night in Lafayette. IU 79, Purdue 71. IU gets the sweep this season. That was a fun game to watch, wasn't it, man? I had a blast watching that game. Hammer's right over there. We have a special guest on the
1: drivehubler.com hotline. Don Fisher is the iconic voice of the Indiana Hoosiers. And Fish, there's a picture that's making its way around social media. I think it's when there's like four seconds left. On the clock. I can see engineer Jake Robinson smiling. I see Mike Woodson <laughs> smiling. And you, right to Coach's left, <laughs> smiling as well. Take us through what happened.
2: Well, obviously, what happened was Indiana w- wanted Mackey for the first time in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was what was happening, and, and without question, it was a special moment, especially for Mike, who, you know, in all his years of playing at IU and his four seasons, they never wanted Mackey Arena, wow. and of course, they got beat last year there in his first uh, time back at Mackey Arena. So getting uh, his first win in Mackey was pretty special for him, and I think for the basketball team as well, without question.
0: Yeah, I had, I had such a blast, like I said at the beginning of the segment, watching that game Saturday night. It was it as fun for you to call as it was for me to watch as a fan?
2: Yeah, it really was. I mean, the one thing you have to say about Mackie Arena is, it's a special environment. There's no question about it. It's it's much like Assembly Hall. When you come into Assembly Hall and the uh, historic uh, scenarios that you see in that uh, arena, uh, likewise, at Mackey arena, because that's that's where they play basketball since I've been doing Indiana, that's fifty plus years now or fifty years now uh, but but it's it's the arena there is tremendous. it holds noise like you can't believe uh there are fifteen thousand sounds like twenty thousand yeah. fans, and it's just uh it's just a special environment without question and of course, when Indiana has their name on the front of the jersey, it gets special attention from the crowd so. Yeah, it was it was special in that context. But was what was really special was just winning the ball game and winning it the way Indiana did because they got they got hammered on the boards in this game. They got hammered with second chance points, they gave up way too many free throws, and they still found a way to get it done. And in my perception of this thing, the thing that was most impressive was Indiana as how hard they worked at both ends of the floor in this ball game and they never let the game get out of hand, so to speak, where Purdue would take over complete momentum.
0: Fish, does it seem like the Purdue-IU rivalry has heated up Again, I mean, for a few years there, maybe it wasn't so much, and it was kind of tepid. But now I feel like there's fire again. I mean, did you notice at the beginning, before the game even started, IU lines up for the national anthem, and the Purdue players are still sitting there shooting free throws in their faces? Did you <laughs> notice that at the beginning? Some, some tension
2: No, that no, you bring that up, I did not know that. I, I had, I really wasn't noticing that at that point. But here's the other thing that I do know. When Indiana came out for their final warmups prior to the start of the ball game, the, the fans just booed, be, booed vehemently. And Nate Childers, who's the walk-on from Zionsville, comes out there and he's got it both hands up in the air and he said, "Bring it on!" He's just <laughs> motioning to bring it on, baby. And, and I'm honestly, that's the thing that I think was important because Indiana was not intimidated by the environment. And of course, they went through a lot of these guys went through it last year. Uh, and they almost won the ball game lost by 2 points but this year, they went in there knowing exactly what they were going to face. Obviously, Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Man. Renu didn't know what they were about to face. But it didn't factor into hood Shafino whatsoever. And he, I think, took on the demeanor of the rest of the team. His calmness, his ability to play in the big moment was just spectacular. And 35 points, 23 of those coming in the first half, kept in the end of the game. And then he just kind of continued his performance in the second half, not to the degree that he did in the first But everybody else was chipping in along the way, which was just really good to see.
1: Fish, how important was it for Indiana to figure out how to beat good teams when Trace Jackson Davis gets those double teams? Because I don't believe he hit a shot until the second half, but he was dishing the ball, he was commanding the double teams, and he was finding the open man. How important is that for this Indiana squad?
2: Well, Trace has done a better job of that this year than he ever has in his previous three seasons at Indiana. He has, you know, he is the number two assist man on the team, and he's only three or four assists behind Jalen hood Chafino who is leading the team in assists. That's how good he has been this year about finding the open guy when he is covered. And granted, in this ball game, he was covered a lot, especially the first half. He didn't make a shot. Race Thompson didn't either. There were no points from the front line guys with the exception of Miller Kopp in the first half. So when you look at what Indiana was able to do in this contest in that respect and trace dishing out assists like he did, he had seven in this ball game. Uh, that was a major reason why Indiana was able to come up with a victory.
1: And Jalen hood shafino you mentioned it earlier, just a defining performance for this kid. You go on the road, the most hostile of environments, and to have a freshman play a game like that in front of those angry fans, that has to give this IU squad some confidence as, the, as they start playing the really important games here in the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, and the and this week is hugely important in that regard because you know the last thing Indiana wants to do now after beating Purdue for the second time this year is lay an egg in the next game out against the Iowa Hawkeyes tomorrow night on Tuesday. That that's something that they just cannot have happen if they're going to continue to grow as a basketball team, both mentally and physically. And and really, you 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 have to understand how much energy and emotion was spent. In this matchup with Purdue, the guys have done this before. They've been resilient coming off losses, which they had to do against Michigan State this past week. And in my opinion, right now, this team has to grow again in the sense of understanding what's right there at their at the uh, at, 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 at on their doorstep as far as what they can accomplish. And that is the double buy going into the Big Ten tournament. Whether they get a piece of the Big Ten championship, penny second, third, or fourth. You want to finish in the top four to get that double bye, and that's what's at stake this week.
1: We're chatting with Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers, here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. So do we have any updates on Xavier Johnson, what his timetable is of coming back? Last time I heard, Fish, it was toward the end of the regular season. Well, we're kind of there right now. And (laughs) if he does come back, I don't think you're taking Hood Shafino out of that starting lineup.
2: No, well, he was in the starting lineup before this whole thing started. Okay. The guy that's taken the place is Trey Galloway, and he has been spectacular as well. But X is slated to get back, maybe this week. Uh, the hope is that he's back for this game tomorrow night against Iowa, but I don't know that. All I know is projections were that he would get back perhaps for the last regular season week. If he is back for this ball game or the next against Michigan... I think that's huge because you don't want to go into the big 10 tournament with him playing his first game back from this injury issue. And of course, Mike Woodson's got decisions to make this week in regard to that. If X is able to play, how do you work him into the lineup now? Because you of established what you've been able to do here of late and what the success level has been for the last 10-12 games of this season Uh, you don't want to take that recipe out of the mix and trying to get a new guy into the lineup and even though he's not new he hasn't played all this time since the Kansas game he has not played so this is a guy that they're going to have to find a way to work into the lineup whether it's the starting role coming off the bench uh, and again, how good will he be the first couple of games back? Because, of course, he's working back after not having played for this long period of time.
1: The Hoosiers and the Hawkeyes, they tip off tomorrow night. It's a game you can hear right here at 93 WIBC. Uh, pre-game starts at 6, tip off at 7 at Assembly Hall. Fish will be on the call. Don Fisher, we always appreciate you joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel nice Show.
2: Fish. Guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.